It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Tigers win 8, 7, and 12 innings. Justin Upton with the walk-off home run. I'm Taylor Phillips along with Leslie uh, Montero. Uh, first off, uh, let's let's recap here. Uh, Mike Calfrey had, had an early 2-0 lead thanks to uh, that 454-foot bomb that left Comerica Park toward left center field off the bat of Miguel Cabrera. Mike Calfrey gave up Four runs that that very next inning, and then he gave up two more when the Tigers uh, a few innings later, uh, when the Tigers re retook the lead five to four. Adam Lynn with a two run shot put the Mariners up six to five. Justin Upton. Hit a two-run home run. Mm-hmm. Trying to listen to Brad Osmus here. But anyway, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll pause. I'll, I'll pause that anyway. But anyway, um, Upton uh, gave the Tigers the lead. Six, uh, seven to six, and then, and in the bottom of the seventh, and then they, then the eighth inning, the Mariners tied it up at uh, seven seven, and, and then fast forwarding going to the bottom of the ninth, Miguel Cabrera and Victor Martinez led off with back to back singles, and then Brian Osmus once again took Miguel Cabrera out of the game and pinch ran with Andrew Romine, who who in the 11th inning struck out on three straight pitches. And uh, thankfully I changed the channel to miss that, to skip that, that crap. Because uh, uh, that, was, that was Miguel Cabrera's extra at bat that Brad Osmus just wasted in the 11th. Cabrera could have won it in the 11th with a solo home run. Now, now uh, to let a threat slip away is one thing, but uh, putting in Andrew Romine is another. That's that that's that is separate from from uh, uh, the last three the last three batters in the bottom of the ninth, giving away three outs and not even not even able not being not even being able to deliver the game winning run. But putting in Andrew Romine for Miguel Cabrera as a pinch runner at second base, that, that's like the second time that that's happened this season, only like two damn weeks. And and uh, and they both and and Brad Osmus is over two on that one. And and 
and uh, this one hurts even this one hurts a bit worse because again Andrew Rollmine struck out on three straight pitches two innings after the, after Osmus put him in in the first place and and in the in result the eleventh inning was a one, the bottom of the eleventh was a one two three inning and then a, then in the twelfth Upton let off got ahead in the count two and zero oh, and then. Uh, Swung and missed on a on a two one. And the, and then uh and then let the count even up at two and two, but then he got the fastball he wanted and, and he took advantage of it. He got he got all of it. And and the ball sailed over the over both both bullpens and in the left field seats. So the game-winning home run, Justin Upton finished with two home runs. Bonneball Sanchez picked up the win. But uh, let's start off with uh, Mike Pelfrey, Lewis. Uh, Pelfrey is uh, getting getting even worse now. Uh, there's there probably there are actually no signs of him improving at all. Are you there, Lewis? Uh, Leslie, rather. Oh yeah. Hi. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um... Taylor, um, yeah, I, Mike I Pelfrey. Called, I yeah, called hello? you the wrong name. I, my, my mistake. Hey, no, no worries. Um, yeah, I want Mike Pelfrey. You know what? He sucks. Okay, he's terrible. Yep. He's useless. He gives you nothing. When Mario and Pember announced uh, before the game when he when he did the introductions to the game that Mike Pelfrey is not pitched bad as as people made him out to be. He's insulting our intelligence. Come on, Mike Pelfrey's been garbage. He has been awful. He has been so bad. He gave up 12 hits tonight on six runs. Okay, he gave up six runs on 12 hits. Enough. He's useless. He, 12 he just, freaking hits. Unbelievable. And he had one more. He had a nice lead, too. And he gives you nothing. And, and oh. so, first of all, why the hell he was he signed in the first place? He sucked with the Mets. He sucked with the Twins. Outside of one great performance against Avila. the White Sox, yeah, Alaville. Outside of one performance against the White Sox, which he outpitched Chris Sale, he's been garbage this entire year. Yeah, I mean, and, and 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 that was proof that he was actually trying to lose. <laughs> he's just bad. He's just. I don't know why Alaville signed this guy because he sucked in the Mets. He sucked with the Twins. That's all you need to know. I said it for two years. I mean, I mean, this is just a bad job by Al. I'm sorry. This is just a bad job. And, you know, uh, this game didn't have to go all for four hours. It shouldn't have been. And Pelfrey's just, he gives you nothing. He absolutely gives you nothing. He's a pitcher that will be a a loss every fifth game. This is why the Tigers are not a playoff team. Huh? Yeah, this is why the Tigers are not a playoff team. You, when you have a starter who's uh, lost every fifth day, Mike Pelfrey, you can't take that team seriously. He's not even done a good job as a number five starter. And number five starter has to be has to get his fair share of wins. And he has done none of that this year. None. And I don't want to hear about his lack of run support. Enough. Okay, uh, he's been garbage this entire season. I, have, I can't come up with one great time... He pitched well. He did well against the White Sox at home. But outside of that, 
He is damn garbage. Yeah, yeah, he's and, been all garbage, yeah. yeah. And to trot him out there every day, it's not a good situation for the players or anybody on the Tigers or the fans. And the sad thing is the Tigers had no options to replace Mike Puffin. Who are you going to replace him with? That's the problem. This is why I wanted Matt Boyd to do good. I guess. I guess the only. I guess the only. Uh, I guess the only uh, re- replacement that I can think of is Shane Green because uh, Shane Green is actually a starting pitcher in in my eyes. He's just trying to get get back in, into it. Audible Sanchez. Uh, I still think he's a reliever. I would. I would take Shane Green over Audible Sanchez if I, I were to replace Mike Palfrey. But uh, Daniel. Nor- yeah, Daniel yeah. Norris is, is replacing Matt Boyd. Let's not worry about that. Yeah, but here's the problem, though. Shane Green has established himself as a reliever. I don't know if he's a starter yet. I think he's good for the seventh inning. Not you take that part, everybody. That's a problem. Unless you want to put Annabelle Sanchez in that spot. I mean, but I, I look at Annabelle as a long man at this point of his career now. Uh, I don't know if he's a guy I, I like him out there for one inning. Uh, you know, but something's going to have to be done soon. You cannot just throw out Mike Pelfi and let him continue to stink. In, in any job that you, uh, people have, they're not going to be there for longer than a person stinks at his job. It doesn't work that way. Uh, in any job, not just professional sports, any job. And Mike Pelfrey continues to be atrocious. And at some point, you're going to ask yourself, where's the end game? Because, you know, you know I, first of all, I was not even happy with Mike Pitch tonight because I wanted Mike Pitch tomorrow night so I didn't have to watch the game. But, since I was home tonight, I got to see Mike pitch instead. And it sucks. It just sucks when he's out there. There's nothing good that comes out of him when he's on the mound. All you expect is loss. I don't think some of his teammates try anyway when he pitches. You're, you're getting bad karma when he's out there. He, he stinks. Oh, yeah. No doubt about that. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, the Tigers got themselves in a predicament where they're going to do something. You can't keep trotting Mike out there. I know there's no options, but... Mike Avilas? No, 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 I'm talking about Mike Palfrey. Palfrey, okay, I mean, gotcha. Yeah, you got to uh, try to f- examine avenues of options for the Palfrey because I, I know the Tigers don't have that, but... You can't keep him out there every fifth day and have him pitch bad. In any job, you're not going to keep a guy that stinks at his job forever and ever. And Mike Pumphrey has not earned the benefit of the doubt. He's been terrible this year. And I don't know what the hell Marion Pemble was talking about in the, uh, in the introduction of the telecast where he said Pumphrey is better than he has record stir. I mean, what is Marion? Oh, that is insulting our intelligence. Mario Pemba is an idiot, period. I have I have no interest in ever listening to him again. That that his his opinions are so false, are so way off that that you that you know that uh, he, he's actually being a fanboy now, being a fanboy that uh, he's trying he's trying to uh, put some positivity in into the Tiger fans. No, no matter what no matter what the hell's yeah. going on, he's just trying to keep the positive flow going. Uh, like Fox Sports Detroit tells him to, and that, and like he, like he wants him to, to it all blends in. It's just, it's just contaminating and and very, very powerful and dangerous to to uh, our passion uh, uh, for our teams, especially the Tigers. And that's just, 
awful. That's just a disgrace. Uh, which I, which which is why I think Mario and Pemba is a disgrace. Out and I, that's why I that's why I messaged him on LinkedIn, and 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 told him I'm I may just come for his spot. <laughs> yeah, he's just. I mean, that was a month ago too. Yeah, and to go to Mike, that's an insult to our intelligence. The last thing you want to do is insult the fans' intelligence. The fans are not stupid. They watch the games. They know what's going on. Okay? Um, you know, for Mario to say that, that was just stupid on his part. Uh, you know what? But, we, need to yeah. sign, we, need to sign, we need to get everybody to sign a petition to, to, get, to uh, get Mario and Pemba fired for, for insulting, insulting every fan's intelligence and passion for for the Tigers and a game of baseball. Just, it was just stupid. It was just stupid. Uh, yeah, but you know what? Something's going to have to be done with Mike. Uh, I mean, I don't know how much I can say it any better because it's not fair for his teammates. I mean, how do you think his teammates feel? With 25 guys on the roster, how do you how do you think they're going to feel when Mike's out there on the mound every day knowing that he's going to bomb? Is that fair to the... Other twenty four guys? I don't think so. They're twenty five. Yeah. Well twenty four twenty four twenty four plus one. Twenty four then one with Mike Pelfrey. That's twenty five, yeah. I'm talking about the other twenty four. And um you know, it's just not right. I mean it's not fair for the fans, it's not fair for the other twenty four guys on the roster. It's not fair uh it's just not right. And he can't keep going on like this. Uh, Avila is going to have to make a decision soon. Uh, there's no way you can trot him out there anymore. Yeah, Mike Pelfrey's money, uh, Mike Pelfrey just isn't worth Al Avila's money. Al Avila yeah. just needs to release him. Uh, nobody wants Mike Pelfrey yet. And, uh, you know, you know, the, you, you, you got to at least designate him for assignment, but, uh, but don't put him on waivers. Yeah. You, just release him. At this point, you're going to have well, well. Him. He's just useless. He's just... I mean, I understand we want his first year of start. I would be empathetic towards him, but he hasn't earned the benefit of the doubt this year. Outside of the Chicago or, performance, it was or, bad. Or you, you can put him on waivers, and, and then if he clears waivers, then you can unconditionally release him. Yeah, you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna release him either way. That had better happen a- after tonight, period. Yeah, something has to be done, that's for sure. Otherwise, we're going to lose it. <laughs> yeah. It, I mean, it's already getting ugly for him. All right. Uh, let, let's transition to the to the later stages of the ball game. Um, yeah. yeah. The bottom of the ninth. Brad yeah, Austin uh, becomes, a, becomes a, a, a retard for uh, a, a, like a mega retard, like a, like a robotic retard for putting in Andrew Romine as a pinch runner for Miguel Cabrera at second base in the bottom of the ninth for like the second time in two damn weeks. Like I mentioned before, it, and, uh, and and then once again, and, and, and tonight there were runners on first and second. Cabrera and Victor Martinez hit back-to-back singles to lead off the bottom of the ninth and also puts in Romine for Cabrera at second base. And then every – and then uh, – uh, I I get it. Brad Osmus wants base running speed, but you know what? Here's the here's the problem. Yeah, you're throwing you're throwing away, and 
you're you're giving away and you're throwing away simultaneously an extra uh, a very valuable the most very valuable at bat in your in your godforsaken lineup. Yeah. Yeah. Um you never pinch one of your best hitters. Never. You never do that. You never take your best hitter out of the game. I know Miguel runs like me in which we can't run anymore, but you never take your best hitters out of the game because it's not easy just to drive them that second run. It really isn't. Hitting is hard, as you know, and uh, the Tigers just don't have that great of a lineup where you can uh, afford to pinch one Mickey. They just don't. I mean, there's so many automatic outs in that lineup. You don't want to waste that. Uh, the Tigers don't have that luxury. They're not deep uh, in the lineup to go out and make that decision. You just don't take Miguel Cabrera out of the game. Or, or even Victor Martins. You just don't do that. I mean, you can't take it. I understood Brad's thought process. He wants to win the game. He wants to end it. But that's a 50-50 proposition. Sometimes, more often times than not, it never happens. Why take that risk? I mean, uh, you can't take your best hitter out of the game. You can't take your home run threat. You just can't. You need him oh. in the extra innings. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's that. That that's because we need we need we need Miguel Cabrera's bat in extra innings. That's that's what I was going to mention. And Andrew Romine struck out on three straight pitches. That that's a that's an at bat given away. And that that's what get that that's what gets a manager. It that's what's supposed to get a manager in trouble if not fired. Or something like that, or so. Um, that, this is why. This is why uh, Brad Osmus uh, is continuing is con- is continuing to be bashed. Yeah, because he makes decisions that make you want to scream, and this is another one. Um, this is just simply another one. Uh, you never take your best home. I never seen a team that takes their best. Home one hitter out of the game for pinch run. You just don't see that often. And, you know, Osmus, I understood where Osmus was coming from, but that's, again, that's that tough proposition. You don't know what's going to happen. You can't predict that. You can't assume that the hitter is going to drive him that pinch run. It doesn't work that way. You, you, the odds of that are 50 50. And the Tigers don't have that deep of a lineup to do that. And you got to you know, be mindful of that. Well, see here, see see here. Here's my truth about uh, Brad Osmus uh, mm-hmm. putting in a speedy runner, putting in a speedy runner for, as a pinch runner for the best hitter in the game. Brad Osmus is trying to do too much. I think he overthinks. He continues to overthink. He wants to be the smartest man in the room. I think again, he just has zero feel for the game still to this day. He just, I mean, I think sometimes he overdoes it. Yeah, that that that's called overmanaging. Right, and uh, it's just not good. It, well, well, it's very simple. You you got to keep Miguel Cabrera in the in the game, no matter what. In in a tie game, in a close game, unless you're up by uh, like like ten, nine or, nine or eleven runs at least, then then you take him out. But don't take him out in a in a close game or a tie game, even a five run five or six run game. You still may need it. You still may need it later on, whether yeah, whether it goes extra innings or not. You got you yeah. got to keep you got to keep Cabrera in the game. It's just stupid. That's all there is to it. I mean, I never imagine you know you go take your best hitter out of the game. I I don't care if he's the fastest one because 
you know, the odds of getting a hit's not easy. It's not, it's not a guaranteed. I mean, why take that risk? Right. Jeff Moss has explained it back in 2013, and then um, on on his DSR podcast back on Blog Talk Radio, well, those mm-hmm. were the old days, and then uh, and then on Blog Talk Radio a couple of years later, Ed Smith. Uh, on my old podcast, uh, my old name podcast, Taylor's Detroit Sports Show on Blog Talk Radio. Now and then, then to the then the Detroit Sports Truth, and now the Michigan Sports Truth. But but last year, Ed Smith, uh, when the Tigers lost to the Royals two to one in ten innings, Brad Os Brad Osmus uh, pinch ran for Miguel Cabrera with Rajay Davis. And then, and then Brad Osmus didn't even consider stealing with Rajay Davis towards second base, and then, and then he put in a, a, a lousy defensive replacement, also offensively in Hernan Perez, <laughs> who with the bases loaded and nobody out in the bottom of the tenth, yeah. hit into a hit into a five-two-three double play, and no run was scored. Victor Martinez was intentionally walking. Jonas Cespedes struck out to to lose the game for the Tigers. That that that's that that, that that's just pathetic. That yeah. the, the Tigers wanted to get get to Hernan Perez, which is which is not only a, a travesty but a crime, but but also a, but also suicide. Yeah, uh, just it's just, it, just it, it goes back to last year. It goes back to last year. Uh, it goes back to the year before, in 2014, uh, in Game Three of the American League Divisional Divisional Series, with the against the Baltimore Orioles, who swept them. The Tigers yeah. were down two nothing to start the bottom of the ninth. They scored the one run, but would, but um, they bunted and and then uh, and then Nick Nick Castellanos was in, was intentionally walked. And then the next, and then the next guy, uh, I can't remember who who the hell hit, hit into a hit into a ground ball double play to to clinch the series for the Orioles and and get the Tigers eliminated just yeah. quickly, just like that. Brad Austin well, should have been fired after 2014. I yeah. I don't know why in the hell all this bull crap is continuing. I. I don't even know why the hell we're all forced to see it for like the third year. Yeah, he hasn't gotten better as a manager. He still hasn't. I get making mistakes year one, but you're in year three and he still managed like a rookie. He still He's uh, done it for I, like the tenth time throughout his two and a half year tenure as manager of the Tigers. My head's about to explode. Yeah, listen. Uh, uh, when he manages, I cringe because I just think he puts the team in a position to fail. I mean, that's all there is to. I mean, and most of his moves are a disaster. Or he has. If you want to have a strong gut to the game, you better make some very good decisions, fair decisions. Make get your moves half right at least. He hasn't even done that yet. I mean, obviously, Osmus was hired because they thought he knew about sepermetrics. He got, he knows nothing about sepermetrics. He's clueless there, there too. Uh, he's just, he's just a lost cause as a manager. I know some Tigers yeah. fans. I think maybe, I think maybe most Tigers fans had given up on him a long time ago. Yeah, when and he continues yeah, when to get ripped on Twitter. Yeah, 
Yeah, and, and uh, here, here's the worst part of it all. At all. Back in 2000, back in 2002, when uh, Brad Osmus was was the catcher, was a catcher for the Tigers, he was uh, his team was he and his team were in flight, and he called he called, and uh, they were they were they were they were on pot, and uh, they were and uh, and Brad Osmus butted in and called called one of the ladies a a derogatory term, the c word. Oh my yeah. god. That that's oh. how that's how reckless Brad Osmus was and and uh and how he continu- and how he continues to be in the game in the dugout as the manager. Yeah, I, I never knew what was appealing about him. I just I mean I, I understood he was highly touted and I know the bossy wanted to find his next uh Leland, but you can't hire a manager with no experience. You just simply can't. As much as for a veteran team, you can't do that. I mean, and he's never been in the organization, so how the hell are you going to trust him to be your manager when he never worked for the Tigers as a front office member? He was working with the Padres um, prior to being fired. And, yeah, just because you manage an Israeli baseball team doesn't make you qualified to be a manager of a major league team just yet. Yeah, and uh, by the way, about that article of the uh, 2002 occurrences with uh, Osmus's team, uh, Jeff Re- Jeff Weaver, Robert Fick, and and, and others. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jeff Moss pointed that Jeff Moss pointed that out. Um, I think I think two years ago. Right. It's yeah. It, it is what it is with this guy. I mean, you just uh, basically you need your players to be inspired as a manager. That's what it comes down to. Because I don't trust him to make the smart decisions in the game. He hasn't showed me that. I don't think he ever will as the Tigers manager at least. Yeah, and the Tigers, yeah, and for a long time, the Tigers have never been a smart organization. Yeah. And this is this is just another reason why. And, and um, it, it's just, it's just a, a dump, a waste. A dumb organization that lacks knowledge of lacks and and disregards all knowledge and, and other and uh, other concepts of math, ma- yeah. which is not hard at all. You just yeah. you just got to look at the statistics and do your own math and do your own research and homework. That, that's it. That's that's part of your damn job. Just get it's after just it. Stupid. Stop shilling and stop whining. Stop your freaking coddling like a like a little teddy bear. This is the freaking major leagues, not the little leagues, for God's sake. Nobody cares about the little leagues. Everybody cares about the major leagues. This is this is a big this is a big money organization for the big boys. For the for the smarter ones who actually care, who have the passion, who pave the way for the younger guys who 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 want a chance. Uh, who want a shot at, at the major leagues? Not only physically, but mentally, yeah. intelligently, intellectually, things like that. Yeah, that's, that's all there is to it. And you know, what are we going to do? I mean, you can only hope for the best. And then in the eleventh and twelfth inning, the top half of each of each. 
Alex Wilson and Anibal Sanchez each give give up a leadoff double, but they get, but they both get out, out of a jam. Yeah, give, give Alex Wilson credit. He's been good the last few weeks, and he did it again tonight. He's done a good job, and you know they need him. They need him because they need him to for this type of game because you can't just be with three or four relievers. You got to have a depth and. For Alex Wilson to come up big again, that's huge. And it's good for his confidence. I think he has figured it out now. He's back on track now. And they need him. There's no question about it. And you can see why tonight. He was able to get his ground balls. He threw strikes. He got his location. He he just uh, he just manned up. And he found a way. And yeah, Alex has yeah. been good. Yeah, Alex Wilson even struck out a guy to end the inning and get out of, out of the jam in the 11th inning. That that was so big that that it gave the Tigers a chance to win in the eleventh. If only if only Brad Osmus kept Miguel Cabrera in the game and not put in <laughs> Andrew Romine. Yeah, and then uh, you talk about Anibal Sanchez. He was good. I get. I think he's despite third. giving despite giving up that leadoff double. Yes, he was good. Yes, yeah. continue to me. To me, I just feel Anibal's more suited for a mop up guy, a, a long man. Because that's part of his game now, at his point of his career. And he was good again. He's doing it without any pressure, which is good for him. I just think it makes sense to have him pitch in these type of spots for, for right now, at least at this point of his career right now. Because uh, I don't know if he's a starter anymore. He's just not good for for long innings. He's good for three or four innings at best. And that's where Annabelle is perfectly fit as a mop-up guy. And you saw why again tonight. He... He was good. Yeah, I, I, you know what? I think Alex Wilson was the unsung hero of that game tonight. And Annabelle did a good job keep putting the Tigers in a position to win it and be in the game. But uh, let's rewind here. Kyle, Kyle Ryan pitched again, and uh, he, he got, in the, got in another jam, but, he, but this time he didn't even allow a run. Yeah, good How odd. Uh, and that was huge. That was huge. No question about that. That was that was huge. If he doesn't come to, who knows how this game turns out, Taylor. Yep. Well, well who knows? I I think that we, I think any not that we would have lost. Yeah. Probably. Uh, yeah, uh, and the funny thing, I I, got, I was taking a nap actually again, and uh, and when I got up. Last thing I knew was the Mariners were leading. So, and that's where Justin Upton's home run, you know, to get the Tigers lead was huge again. Because who knows what would happen if Justin does not home run in the first time. Yeah, just, Justin Upton has to be the player of the game. He he He's the hero twice in that yeah, game. He, he gave the Tigers the lead in the bottom of the seventh, and then he won it in the twelfth with a leadoff solo, leadoff walk-off solo home run. Yeah, he, and you know what? He has been good this month. He has he, he had a good series against the White Sox. He did all right against the Royals, and now it all came together for a night like tonight. You know, Kirk Gibson was mentioning this on the telecast about how he's bending his knees now to hit more, and it's working out. You can see it's some sort of an adjustment by Justin Upton. He's more using moving his knees to go hit the ball, and you know it's worked out so far. And you know, listen, he's a streaky hitter, but at least he's making adjustments now. And he's taking pitches. He's do, he's done a good job. I, I think you're seeing now the good part of Justin Upton. So 
hopefully he'll continue to uh, ride the wave. And this was as good as you, you could get for him. This is clearly his best Tigers moment tonight. That not only just giving the Tigers seven six lead, but winning the game in the extra innings. Yeah, that was huge. It gave Audible Sanchez another win. Uh, yeah. Sanchez was the lucky one that uh, that uh, uh, that that got the win because of the up and home run. Uh, that, that was, uh, Sanchez saw that as as a surprise because <laughs> uh, um, Upton I, I thought for sure was not going to deliver a, a home run, but uh, imagine if he did, which, which he did, then then it would be then it would be then it would be then it would be something big, and it was. That was a big yeah. win for the Tigers. Yeah, big win for the Tigers and big hit for him because, again, like I said, Justin needed a moment like this because it has not been very good. And I think it got to the point where it became mental for him. But he somehow worked, uh, somehow figured it out. He used his knees. Uh, it's on fire. He's been, hmm? yeah, he's been good, no question. He's been, you know, hopefully he, he, he'll keep keep it up. But, yeah, I, I'm happy for him because I, I know he's trying. It's not like he's not trying. He is trying, but... Like you said, four home runs thing. in four four home runs in the last four games. One Friday, one Saturday, and then two here tonight. He's done a good job. He's playing with confidence, and now he's taking pitches. He's very patient at the plate. He's doing everything right. You can't complain about him now. And maybe now tonight will be a start of a great run for him. I mean, I think he needed a moment like that to get him going. And now, uh, I think he could be on his way. Absolutely. And, you know, listen, the Tigers need to get something out of him. They they gave him a big money deal, and they expect a lot out of him. So he has to come through, and I'm glad he is coming through because they, they need him. Because you can't just rely on Mickey or Victor. you got to get that one more hitter because you don't know what you're getting out of Castellanos. Uh, Castellanos. You don't know what you can get out of Castellanos. So... Um, yeah, most play. yeah most people see most people call him Castellanos. He, he prefers Castellanos, but uh, it, so it actually goes either way. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, uh, the the way uh, Mario pronounces Castellanos, so it, it, and you know it's yeah, kind of hard right. to pronounce. I thought it was Castellanos, but it's actually Castellanos. Castellanos. So, oh yeah. yeah. It's kind of, yeah, yeah, kind of hard to pronounce his name because I thought it was Castellanos all this time. It's actually Castellanos, so. Oh, okay. Uh, yep. Yeah. I mean, that that's uh, I didn't know about it until recently. So, but yeah, but you need to get something out of Justin. Hopefully, because you know, Miggy and Victor are given; they don't produce. But you need to get more out of, more than just those two hitters. And that's where Justin Upton comes into the equation. He's got to come through uh, in some spots like tonight, and he did it. And like I said, good for him. I couldn't help but be happy for him. I'm sure it was a great feeling for him when he ran home and being mugged by his uh, teammates. And he, uh, he he deserved this more. He earned it. And I'm glad he's going to enjoy it. Justin Verlander starts tomorrow, 7-5, and 3.87 ERA. <laughs> he, will, he will duel with James Paxton, 1-2, with a 2.86 ERA. Uh, James Paxton... And hasn't had had much luck in terms of his record, but uh, he's 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 pitched very well. Uh, we expect a pitcher's duel. Should be a uh, good one. 
should yeah. be the opposite of uh, tonight's game. Uh, hopefully, I mean, I got to be honest with you, Tail. Tonight was unwatchable. I I, I know it's a, it's a full moon where you had like uh, almost almost 50, unwatchable. Yeah. It, it it was it was still close. Uh, just uh, the only part that was that was unwatchable was Mike Palfrey giving up <laughs> yeah. for second runs. You know, you know, it's a full moon when you saw 15 runs th- combined, 33 hits, five home runs in that game tonight. And Comerica is a pitcher's park, so you knew something was helter skelter with that full moon, and and that's what happened. And the, the best part about this game, the Tigers won. That's all I can say because it was tough to watch. I mean, I don't like long baseball games, but I don't like long baseball games when it's like a slugfest. You want to, if you're gonna have a long full fire game, make it a close game where. It's, all zero zero or one two, you know that's watchable. You don't want to have a four-hour game of bad baseball and where there's just offense and you know. So the best part of this game time was the Tigers winning uh, in a four-hour game. Let's uh, let's have a little fun with this. Uh, Miguel Cabrera is 454-foot bomb. Yeah, how about that, huh? Oh my God! I saw, I saw the highlight of, uh, on my uh, on my phone, and I was like, like, whoa, holy cats, Jesus, peace. And and the ball went the to Adams Street. Yeah, yeah, and you know where the ball landed? It was in Adams Street, and some guy caught it. And Tony Paul, the Detroit News, had a video of him catching that ball. Uh, you know, and uh, yeah, he actually he actually uh, saved the ball from going out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Damn it. Uh, that was something. He didn't hit it out of East Adams Street. Wow. And, you know, and Miguel, I remember last year where Miguel hit the, uh, one of the home runs by the camera in center field. And now he takes it out of the park. Miguel's home run is always a highlight worthy. No matter how, where he hits it, it's always highlight worthy because it's just that good. And he's having another MVP season, Miguel. And, you know, he's just a joy to watch. He, he has come a long way as a player and as a human being. Actually, he's come a long way as a human being. As a person, as a player, he's always been great. But as a human being, you know, he's come a long way to be a mature adult and a leader on and off the locker room. And when he gives you a moment like this, he's such a joy to watch, Taylor. He's he's the fun part of watching Tigers baseball. He, he He's one of the best players Tigers ever had. He's right up there with K-Line and Cobb. That's for sure. It's been a privilege to watch. I still can't get, which is why I still, in, in this case, can't get, get get out of my head the fact that Brad Osmus took Miguel Cabrera out of the game. Cabrera would have hit another 454-foot bomb out of here, out of the ballpark, almost out of the ballpark or whatever, for the game winner, but for a win in the 11th yeah, inning. Yeah, you just never know what he's going to give you. I mean, you just don't know. Every moment is special at bat. You don't like to waste that type of uh, opportunity. So that's why I never understood pinch running him. It's not like this is Castellanos or or Justin Upton. I mean, we're talking about one of the best hitters in baseball, one of the best hitters of all time. You never do that. Yeah, this is this is this is one of the. This is the biggest example of why I call Brad Osmus a huge sack of crap because because uh, <laughs> uh, his uh, troubles in the past and his uh, very horrible in-game decisions, just like that one, like constant yeah. times, 
uh, identically. Uh, it's just it's just stupid. It, it riles up Jeff Moss. It riles me up. It, it riles up everyone that I mean, is associated with the DSR that, and everyone else in this Tigers fan base that's that's actually smarter than all those other slappies that don't even give a damn about statistics I'm, or anything like that. If you go, if you Google Brad Ausmus on Twitter, on Twitter search, I can't come up with one person saying good thing about him as a manager. He always gets ripped every single game, and rightfully so. He brings that on himself because he makes decisions that make you want to hurl. Yeah. Yeah, hurl and puke all over his face. Tonight was just another example. He's just not the brightest man in the room. That's all there is to it. Well, yeah, the wind, the wind probably bailed him out. Tigers imp- improved, uh, improved to five hundred thirty-five and thirty-five. Uh, you know, only in a battle for third place now, uh, while, uh, with the White Sox who are uh, a game back at, of the Tigers for third. Uh, Tigers are four and a half back of the Cleveland Indians, who are only in the battle with the Kansas City, the defending World Series champion Kansas City Royals. Indians, Indians 39-30, Royals 38-31, White Sox 34-36, Twins 21-48. Um, so this is just an average ball club, Taylor, and tonight summed up why. They don't have depth in the bullpen. They don't have depth in the lineup. The managing stinks. Uh, it's, yep. I mean, when you try when you out Mike Pelfrey every fifth day, I can't take you seriously as a playoff team. I mean, Chris Young and Edison Wilkwith are not great pitchers, but they find ways to win. They win their first year of games. Okay? That's what I want to see out of Mike Pelfrey. At least be uh, decent. He's not even decent. So when you look at these factors, this is a 500 ball club. I mean, they're not beating Cleveland this year, and they're not beating Kansas, and they show that this year. I mean, they haven't won against the Indians this year. They got outplayed by the Royals uh, this entire season. So, you know, this is what the Tigers are. And you know, if they do bad against the Mariners and then get swept by the Indians again, this season's going to go south to the point where this team becomes unwatchable again. So, yeah, the, this is a good check time for the Tigers again. They're in that position again because you look at that division, the Indians are just too good and the Royals are a playoff team. They'll contend for a wild card spot at least. So, this is just not good. Uh, I'm not that optimistic about the Tigers. I'm sorry. It is what it is. Yeah, Brad Osmus even blamed himself for most of the most of last season, and he still hasn't changed. I mean, what yeah. the what the f gives? Oh man, I, I'm sure he's trying. Makes me I just think he's sick now. He's just not good. That's all there is to it. He's just he's not a terrible. good manager. He hasn't gotten better. I'm sure it's not for lack of trying. I'm too, I just think he just doesn't have a feel for the game. It is what it is. Yeah, he, he he's just he's just an idiot. He, yeah. he 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 never learns anything from anyone. Yeah, and some of the media members defend him like Chris McCarthy. He's arrogant. He's yeah. arrogant. He says he he's going to manage the way he wants to, the way he the way he wants to manage. Come on. Just, a, just a, in what in what way? In what way? Right is showing no way. In, in my view. Listen, you can question Jim Leland, and I have ripped Leland, but at least, at least he makes this judgment decision. He goes with his gut, and sometimes he gets his fair decisions right. 
I mean, uh, uh, you know, Leland and Lee's have yeah. some sort of a feel. I can't say the same about Osmus at all. And I have yep. Jim Leland, but I agree. I mean, at least at least he makes sense, some decisions that make sense, even if you don't have to agree with it. I can't come up with something where I can agree with Brad Austin. I just can't. I mean, it uh, looks Austin. sound. Listen, it makes it look sound where you take your best hitter off for a pinch runner who can score the game-winning run. But here's the rub: he can't take your best hitter out of the game. He just can't. Now, even Leland has done that before, and and. Um... And uh, and uh, rationalize about about it three years ago uh, on uh, August eighth, two thousand thirteen, yeah. and when the Tigers blew when the Tigers blew out the Cleveland Indians ten to three, that uh, uh, or August seventh when when he took Cabrera out in a tie game for Hernan Perez, and then he played Cabrera in, in a full in a full. Ten to three game. It was a it was ten to one at that point. Indians scored two runs in the bottom of the ninth, but uh, Leland played Miguel Cabrera in the in the bottom of the ninth at third base defensively. When when Cabrera was a third baseman. Well, you know, but you know, like you said, the Tigers are a five hundred team. That's all there is to it. I mean, I got to tell you, it's kind of tough to watch them now because. Even tonight, I just didn't get too excited. Because what is it to be excited? After what happened this weekend, I mean, how do you get excited, really? I mean, they got outclassed by the Royals. Yeah. I mean, I watched the games, but it's not like I'm going to just start being rah-rah or really just get into it. Because how do you get into it? And I'm going to tell you something. I'm not going to Staten Island for a four-hour transportation ride to watch the Tigers on Friday nights if they play like they're out of the season. It's just not worth my time. It's not even worth my time going to sports bars to watch a bad Tigers team, if this is going to be the case. I hope not, but it's expensive. When you pay $34 for a meal, you want to get something out of the Tigers. You want to get a win. I don't want to, I don't come to a sports bar to watch a team lose. Okay, I, I'm not there to have, just have a great time at the bar. I want to see my team win, but I'm paying $30 for a nice meal. Oh, oh yeah, you... Uh... Oh yeah, that the, the food the food looks good out there, but uh, oh, it's good. Yeah, it's great. I, I, but it's also I, spicy. I, I, I'm trying to keep it off on, on my body. Yeah, and I, I'm well, to stay I like, Yeah, I, I like to, you know, I, but I love food. I mean, I'm careful with what I eat. I mean, I basically eat salad or sometimes I'll eat a little chicken, but that's really it. But that's healthy. You know, Those are healthy. No, it tastes and it tastes good too. I mean, uh, vinaigrette yeah. steakhouse salad, it's so good. Yeah, you got to eat healthy at, a, at, at when you're in your thirties. You got to eat healthy. You got to be careful what you eat now. I mean, it's not like when we were kids anymore. Those days are over. But you don't want diabetes. You don't want to uh, die of a heart attack. It's it's a different. You have to moderate what you eat really more than anything. You got to watch what you eat. Be careful. Just eat right. Yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. But you know, especially if you're an athlete. Absolutely. Oh, if you're an athlete, you better be very. And here's the nice thing about athletes: they hire personal chups. So there's no mm-hmm. excuse for the athletes to be out of shape. When, they, when you can have the money to hire your personal chef and cook you a good meal, there's no excuse to be out of weight. No excuse. I mean, like Pablo Sandoval, let's give him an example. He makes great money. There's no excuse for him to go out there and be overweight. He can hire a personal chef and have him cook a good meal. Um, that, that's something you just cannot tolerate. 
when you're athletes. When they're making big time money, I expect them to have chubs. Look, look at LeBron. He hires a personal chub, and he eats the right foods. He 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 can afford it. I expect that for my professional athletes who are making LeBron type of money. This is not like a major league player going on making minor league money where he has to survive by going to McDonald's. It doesn't work that way. Oh man, <laughs> that would be that would be that would be stupid. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, uh, on a reality show, Survivor, you eat McDonald's. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's hard to make. I never go to McDonald's at all. I mean, I normally That's eat at a diner. That's food crap. Their food is yeah, crap. Food. They're they're yeah. terribly made. Yeah, fast food stinks. Yeah, I mean, they don't cook well. I mean, uh, I normally go to. They diners. don't serve well but, either. Yeah. Yeah, the food just stinks. That's all there is to. It. I mean, they don't. They don't even have. They don't even know know who. They don't even know uh, how to make make the right uh, sandwiches the right way. The the way that exactly the way customers want it, and the customers yeah. are are uh, are uh, uh, pretty pissed off. I'll uh, I'll email you a link about a woman's cursed Latin tirade at McDonald's. <laughs> in Ypsilanti, uh back in uh, uh, back two winters ago. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, about about uh, a meal and a sweet tea. Yeah, uh, it's just, it's she, just she absolutely she absolutely spit fire at the <laughs> managers. Right, and you know, understandably so, but you can't eat at McDonald's because. You know what you're getting yourself into when you eat at McDonald's. The food stinks, and there's no positive outcome that can come with it. I mean, when I go to McDonald's, I'll drink coffee, but that's basically it. I can't even eat their breakfast because I have a heartburn when I'm eating their breakfast. It's just so bad. Yeah. And Burger Burger King is worse, too. Burger Burger King is worse, too? Yeah, I can't stand Burger King. I used yeah. to like Burger King as a king, but as a kid growing up, but now the food is so bad, it's not worth my time. Yeah, yeah, they they, they don't serve well. They don't serve too well in Cadillac either. I, I just <laughs> I just can't even. I just can't. Yeah, how's the food at Big Boy? You like Big Boy? Uh, I. I I rarely go. I rarely go to Big Boy. Actually, uh, we have a Big Boy in Cadillac, but I but I rarely go there. But it but it's good. Yeah. Homemade. Homemade food. It's great. I'm gonna have to go there. I'm gonna have to go there when I go to Michigan one day. Oh yeah. You got, I'm gonna. I gotta got go, to. go to. I, I gotta visit Detroit one day. I gotta go to a game at Comerica Park. i I'm always envious when people go to the games. You know. And tomorrow, tomorrow, Jeff Boss will told Brad Ausmus, which should be really fun. Yeah, tune in tomorrow. Tune in tomorrow, and uh, it's gonna be one hour because Moss is gonna is gonna go to the game and uh, try to periscope Mariners third base coach Manny Acta, who, yeah. who Jeff Moss wants to manage for the Tigers, and as we as we all do. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know what to make out of Manny Acta. I would give him a try, but he can't be worse than Osmus, That's for sure. At least actor at least makes some intelligent decisions. You may not agree with him, but he can't be worse than Brad. Brad is just, you know, it's just just dumb, you know. Yeah, 
yeah, hopefully Moss gets the right seats uh, to to get to, to be the closest to uh, to Manny Acta. Um, uh, I, I'm going to ask Moss uh, about it and and uh, and see if he get gets the third base seats. Yeah, hopefully he does. Hopefully, I'm sure he'll, uh, I'm sure Jeff will deliver because um, it should be interesting tomorrow. Night. I wish I was at the game. I wanted to see that part of it, but. It's gonna be fun. I can't wait to watch it. I can't wait to watch this. It should be it should be interesting. And hopefully the Tigers win too, most importantly. But yeah, it's gonna be interesting what happens tomorrow night, uh, at that yeah. I wish I I wish I could watch it, but I got I won't be home tomorrow night. So Yeah, the top of the first Manny Acker is gonna be out there in the third base coaching box. I'm sure Manny's excited to talk to Jeff, that's for sure. That's gonna be interesting. Hopefully, let's uh, let's hope Jeff Moss is uh, polite about it. And uh, I'm sure Jeff will be fine. Don't worry. Yep. Yep. Uh huh. But um, you know, ho- hopefully tomorrow's game is a good one because tonight was just unwatchable. I'm glad the Tigers won, but it's kind of tough to watch when it's four hours long and you see hitting. Well, I'm well, not again, like, watch- like again, like I pointed out, Mike Pelfrey was the only part of that game was that was. Uh, you know, you know, as you mentioned, unwatchable. Uh, the, yeah. the Tigers just kept kept fighting back. And it was a seesaw. Yeah, no, I'm uh, just glad they didn't the Tigers. I'm just glad they Tigers had they lost. I mean, had they lost, you know what would happen? Had they lost, they would lose. Like, um, I would not have run out of oxygen. I would just, I would just uh, spit fire they, at Mike Pelfrey. Yeah. Had they lost, this just game, went ahead and spit fire. Had they lost this game, they would lose six out of eight. And that's the last team. They had a terrible week this week, this past week. I mean, losing two or three to a bad White Sox team, and then you go out and lose three or four to the Royals in a numb-minding fashion. So, yeah, today, was a, today was a huge win, and hopefully they can get on. They need a good homestand again. I mean, they're, 15 and, they're 16 and 6 at home since May. So, so they got that good. They got to at least take three out of four against the Mariners at home, and then somehow – take two out of three against Cleveland. They can't take one out of three. got to take two out of three against the Indians because it's time to start beating the Indians. Uh, the Indians have outplayed the Tigers this entire season, and that has to change if the Tigers are going to win the division. They cannot be losing to Cleveland, you know. So uh, this week is huge for the Tigers. I mean, every game is now huge for the Tigers. You don't want to fall further behind. You, know, you have a chance to be one game or even be in first place this week. So you know, the Tigers got to get it going. And uh, tonight was huge. And it's getting to the point where it's good check time now. Uh, we're going to be in July before you know it. Oh yeah. I mean, I understand we're in, uh, this is June twentieth. I don't. I understand we don't. We can't make too much out of June twentieth. But sooner or later, Kansas City and Cleveland are going to start running away in the division, and you can't start falling behind. And the Tigers are right now in, are in the conversation. But I don't know if they're going to get it done. So every game is mad. To me, it comes down to Cleveland, Kansas City right now. I don't think the White Sox are good. I, I think that team has fallen apart altogether. The Twins stink. And I don't know where the Tigers are. Right now, to me, the Tigers are a 500 team at best. Oh, yeah. Got to get Manny Acta on board as manager. <laughs> no. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Well... That's about all, all we can cover. Um, yeah, we covered everything. We did, I mean, it was a good win for the Tigers, and 
hopefully they're going to run in this homestand and then, you know, build up from that. And, and yeah, they got to have a good homestand here. They got uh, the Mariners, the Indians, and then the two games took with the Marlins next week. And hopefully they'll keep it going. You know, uh, you know, you know, you want to finish the first half strong, and hopefully they get it going. All right. Well, Leslie, uh, that. Uh, I thank you for being on here with me again. Oh, my uh, pleasure. Thank you, actually. Thank you for inviting me. I enjoyed doing this with you, Taylor. I mean, it's always fun. Especially when the Tigers win, it's always fun. And yeah. I look forward to doing yep. it again on Wednesday night. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. All right, yeah, Taylor, I'll uh, talk to you Wednesday night, my friend, all right? Yep, thank, thank you. Bye. Good night, Bye. Taylor. Bye. Good night. And um, this this broadcast uh, was, was actually, was actually uh, on the air tonight because uh, – Ed Smith uh, and I postponed our broadcast due to due to a, a brief emergency at Ed's workplace in Georgia. Ed, Ed and I have decided to push this to push episode 216 of the Michigan Sports Truth on Spreaker to Tuesday at 11:30. That's tomorrow. So uh, tune in, and then and then we'll have episode 64 of the Michigan Sports Truth post game edition back here on Talk Show Wednesday sometime at around 10.30 or later. Until those times, this, for, for Leslie Montero, this is Taylor Phillips. You can follow Leslie on Twitter at DisgustedNYER and at Lover of Detroit. You can, you can follow me on Twitter at DT2Phillips, D as in dog, T as in toy, the number two, P-H-I-L-L-I-P-S with two L's. TTFN, ta-ta for now. Thanks for listening. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.